Relic Radio. This is Relic Radio Sci-Fi, old-time radio science fiction stories from RelicRadio.com. Stand by for final warning. Spaceport 6, clear for blastoff. Stand by for final warning. From the harsh, bright soil of Luna to whose Saturn's rainbow rings in the hearts of lonely spacemen is a longing voice that sings. Let the cup I hold be empty, let there be no joy, no mirth, till it be the day that I'm on my way to the cool green hills of Earth, to the cool green hills of Earth. Final warning. Final warning! Final warning! The CBS Radio Workshop, dedicated to man's imagination, the theater of the mind. Today we challenge that imagination with the green hills of Earth. Original story, Robert Heinlein. Radio adaptation, Draper Lewis. Music, Clark Harrington. Star, Everett Sloan. This is the story of Reisling. Reisling. No first name, no middle initial. By vocation, he was one of the best jet men who ever worked his crew aboard the early cargo rockets that supplied the planets deep in outer space. His avocation... Well, anyone born in the 21st century, I'm sure, has quoted his poems, sung his songs, even with luck, heard him singing them himself in some wind-torn, forsaken tavern on the borders of a spaceport, somewhere out there, beyond the stars. What's the matter, Reisling? Forget your own miserable words. Go on with the song. Now, I seem to have a strange parched feeling in my throat induced by a sudden lack of uh, <clears throat> liquid refreshment. Hey, let's have another round over here and give Reisling a double. Reisling was no beauty, believe me, with his grease-smeared, tattered space coveralls. His hair looked as though he'd been caught in the backwash of a jet and he had a permanent case of sun itch that he scratched continually. But that was long before he became the almost legendary figure that you know him as today. One or two of his poems had appeared in the papers, and his first set of space ballads had been published with no particular fanfare. Certainly nothing like the reviews his later efforts would produce when he was hailed as the literary giant of the spaceways. Uh, you've heard a lot of stories about Rising, the kind of stories that are always written about anyone who becomes a legend, a giant. But this is the story of how he lived and died. This is the way it happened. 
tell me not of that Martian maiden. Let her eyes not burn in my heart. For I only know... Well? Well, what? How's it end? I don't know. I've never been able to finish it. How about that drink you promised Just me? Just take it easy. The poor girl's only got two hands. Give her a chance. I, uh, I'd be delighted to give her a chance. That's strictly <laughs> hands-off, Freisling. It's marked private property, Captain T.D. Davidson. Davidson? Don't make me laugh. He may be a captain when he's aboard the Goshawk, but the minute he sets foot off the spaceport, he's just another company member like you or me or, or any of the crew here. So she's Davidson's little starburst. Well, well. I know I wouldn't want to tangle with him. He nurses a grudge for a long time. Ah, take the rule book out of his hands and he's finished. Captain Davidson and I have had a showdown coming for a long time. And this time, it's going to be Risling who'll make the good captain wish we'd never met. Rocket ship Goshawk landing at Spaceport 3. Well, now's as good a time as any, Risling. Uh, same thought just occurred to me, Rocket too. Rocket ship Goshawk landing at Spaceport 3. Let's get out there. Maybe he needs a few new guys on his crew. The way Davidson treats him, he probably needs a whole new crew. Coming, Risling? I wouldn't miss it for the world. Oh, uh, Greg, lend me your pocket tape machine a minute and, and tell the dock boss to hold me a job on the Goshawk. He'll do it if you tell him it's for me. And if you run into the stalwart Captain Davidson, tell him... Well, nah, never mind. I'll tell him myself. Now, give me that tape machine. Stand clear for landing. Stand clear for landing. Every jetman in the business knew about the hatred that existed between Davidson of the Goshawk and Risling. A hatred whose origin was buried someplace deep in the history of those first years when cargo rockets began to run between Earth and the solar cities on Mars, on Venus, and Saturn and the Moon. Davidson was a symbol of the company, and Reisling had little or no respect for either one. Davidson here. Reisling, sir. What is it, Reisling? Well, according to the rule book, sir, a member of the crew is obliged to report any deficiency in the equipment of the ship. I would like to file an official report on jet number two, sir. It doesn't fit. The cadmium dampers are warped. According to the rule book, Reisling, a report is to be made to the chief, who in turn will pass the information on to me. I did, but he says they'll do. He's wrong, sir. Reisling, we'll drop you off at the next spaceport. If you feel the equipment and personnel is not competent. Oh, Captain, I couldn't deprive you of the best jetman on the run, sir. No, I wouldn't dream of such a thing. Captain, what do you think about Jet 2? It'll hold. The ceiling's pretty thin, sir. If anything goes, they'll fry down there. I said it would hold. Increase the jet drive on all jets. You were talking about the Grand Canal on Mars. Is it really as fantastic as everyone says it is? Well, it's like something you've never seen before in your life. I remember I wanted to write a song about it, but I couldn't. It always escaped me. 
I couldn't seem to find a beginning. Just like I can't seem to find an ending for the green hills of Earth. Maybe if I go back again, then I can finish it. But right now, I've got something more important to finish. Uh, throw the intercom for me, will you? What are you going to do with my tape machine? What did you record back there in the tavern? Just throw the switch like anyone who can take an order. Reisling, don't write him anymore. He'll make it rough on all of us. He's like that. I assure you, he won't lay a finger on anyone after I get through with him. Reisling, leave me out of this personal feud of yours. Who said anything about you, Greg? Okay, switch. This is Reisling to Davidson. Reisling to Davidson. Davidson here. Sir, I want to report a stowaway in the jet room. What do you mean, a stowaway? There can't be a stowaway on the ship. It was searched by security before we took off. Nevertheless, there is a stowaway, sir. Uh, just a minute. Turn up the intercom power. I want to make sure it picks up this tape good and clear. Reisling, if there's a stowaway down there, I want to know who he is. Uh, just a minute, sir. All right, now, turn on the tape. Who did you say you were? I'm Kathy, sir. My last name is McCune. Kathy McCune? You know, you're very pretty. But I've never met you before. Uh, maybe you know a friend of mine? His name is Captain Davidson? Reisling, are you out of your mind? Shut up and listen. I know this is Captain Davidson, but he's a much, much older man. He's been very nice to me in a stern, fatherly sort of way. Of that beautiful creature, I'm very sure. But I'd rather have you to be nice to me, sir. Oh. Well... I guess there's no substitute for the real thing. Oh, darling. Risling. You jerk. He'll throw the book at you. The whole crew can tune in on this intercom. That's the general idea, boy. They'll all know what a phony he is. Uh, Father Davidson, uh, I mean, uh, Captain Davidson, you're still there, aren't you? Sir? Captain Davidson? It cut you off. <laughs> well, old rule books finally made a slip. Or maybe he doesn't know I can log him for switching off the intercom during a flight. Well, looks like you're getting off at the next spaceport, and that's for sure. Uh, man, I wish I'd been up there to see his face. I'll bet he... What's that? There's a leak. Something's leaking. Look at Jet 2 control. We gotta get out of here. We can't stop it now. Hand me those tools. I can try. But the jets are on full power. Tell Davidson to cut to a quarter. I'll stop that leak. Captain Davidson! Captain Davidson! Reisling is still off. Davidson hasn't turned it on again. Well, then get up there and tell him to cut the jet. But you can't stop that leak without a shield. It's got to be done or the whole ship will blow. Come on, move. Move fast. Hello, Reisling. Wouldn't let me into the hospital till now. How's it going? Oh, not... Not bad, Greg. Captain Davidson wanted to come, too. <laughs> well, he's really sorry about what happened. Wants to bring a specialist in from Earth. Maybe he hasn't heard the final report. Prognosis negative. Total blindness. Resulting from radioactivity. Uh... The Gushog's been junked. He has another ship. I'm not interested. I haven't got enough time to worry about people like Captain T.D. Davidson. I have too much to do. Much too much. 
I don't understand. Well, it's just that I suddenly have so many places I want to see. Uh, I mean, I want to go to. Remember in the power room? Remember I told you that I couldn't write anything about the Grand Canal? I remember. Well, suddenly it's, it's come into focus. I've been back there a lot of times. Now I, I really see it. I finally have it in, in my head, in my heart, in my fingers. As time and space come bending back to shape this star-specked scene, the tranquil tears of tragic joy still spread their silver sheen. Along the Grand Canal still soar the fragile towers of truth. Their fairy grace defends this place of beauty high aloof. Bone tired the race that raised the towers their labors time ignores long gone the gods who shed the tears that lap these crystal shores slow beats the time-worn heart of Mars beneath an icy sky the thin air whispers voicelessly that all who live must die. Her lacy spires of truth sing beauty's madrigal. And she herself will ever dwell Along the Grand Canal Yes, she herself Will ever dwell Along the Grand Canal Well, there it is, Greg boy. Now I can see it. Ironic, isn't it? Thanks, Reisling. Thanks. When he got out of the hospital, Reisling really began to travel. Space had lost its meaning. He went from the moon to Venus and back again, to the Grand Canal on Mars. Any spaceship was his ship, any spaceport his home. And through the long years, the green hills of Earth grew in length, in magnificence. Wherever he went, the song went with him. We rot in the moles of Venus. We wretch at her tainted breath. 
and foul are her flooded jungles, or her crawl with unclean death. Reisling cataloged the solar system in words and music, and always, always he sang of his longing to return once more to his home. We've tried each spinning space moat and reckoned its true worth. Take us back again to the homes of men on the cool green hills of Earth. No one can really trace the source of all the verses he wrote. But we do know where the final verse was written and when. Now, a spaceship headed for the Great Lakes base on Earth. And Reisling decided at last to go home. Now, look, Captain. I know I'm out as far as a crew job is concerned, but all I want is a ride back home. You can carry me if you want to. There's a distressed spaceman clause in the books. That clause was written for men who miss their ships, not for itinerant space hobos. Captain Hicks, I haven't been back home since my last trip as a signed-on member of a crew. I believe, sir, the law says I'm entitled to a trip back. That was years ago. You've used up your chances. I'm sorry, Risling. The answer is no. Stand by for blast-off. Stand by for blast-off. Destination, Earth. Destination, Earth! Risley, you comfortable? Well, smuggling you aboard wasn't easy. You didn't think I'd pay for a ride on this bucket, did you? Okay. Well, no one ever comes down here into the jet room anyhow. But you'll have to wait till the ship's unloaded at Great Lakes before I can get you off. Jack, can you... Can you see Earth through the ports? Yep. How does she look? As pretty and green as she always looks, rising. As pretty and green. Let the sweet, fresh breezes heal me. As they roam around the girls of our lovely mother planet of the cool green hills of Earth. Control room issuing landing order for port six, sir. We're doing it at 0845. I'd like to trim an hour off that. The old man would certainly appreciate it, I know. Captain Hicks, we're pulling a heavy load. It doesn't matter with a new ship like this. Let's see what we can do about setting a freight ship wreck at this run. Full power on all jets. Yes, Captain, full power on all jets. Boy, that's one eager beaver that's feeling his oats. I'll bet he's out to cop some kind of record. Well, I'll get over that in a year or so. How's your shielding? Ah, best you've seen in a long time. Oh, I forgot. Feel these dials? Power? Huh? Radiation guide? Yep. Direct tap to the pile? <laughs> Pretty neat. Sure, one man can handle the whole operation. Say, these feel like the old hand-dumping plates we used to have. 
I'll accept the links. I unshipped them because they hid the dials. You ought to have them shipped. You might need them. They're available if I need them, but I won't. Well, give this bucket another year or so pulling such a heavy load and she'll start giving it the seams a little. Wait a minute. Isn't that a leak? <laughs> I thought you'd hear it soon. Now, listen. There you are. Another new item. Relines automatically and kills the leak. Control of power. Control of power. We're showing a leak up here. Everything's under control. Okay, Jack. The skipper doesn't want to cut power unless it's entirely necessary. Don't worry, sir. The ship can take it. I don't think we'll... Jack! Jack, where is it? I know that sound. Something's going to blow. Jack! Jack, where is it? Tell me where it happened. Quick! The door. The safety door. I can get out of here and close it from the outside. Okay, Jack. Don't worry. Control room to power. Control room to power. Jack. You can't stay in here. Jack. Radioactivity will kill you. Get out. That's an order. The captain ordered you to keep me off this bucket, and you didn't obey him. It's six. It's Captain X. Jack, what's happening down there? Rising, get out of here. That jet's got to be spilled, Jack, or it's going to take the other two with it. Jack, this is Captain Hicks. Find the control panel. I can only see. Rising. Rising. Jack, Jack. Control calling power room. Control calling power room. Power room. This control, Hicks speaking. Spilling jet three. Emergency. Is this McDougal? McDougal is dead. This is Rising. Rising? I ordered you off this ship. This will mean jail for the rest of your life. Keep all safety doors closed, sir. This place is hot. I'm spilling jet three. Rising. There are gloves and a suit in the locker near the door. Can you hear me? I don't need a suit, sir. Just my hands. Keep the crew out of their quarters. The jet blew while the door was open. And don't let anyone ever tell you that hand dumping is old-fashioned. Rising, I'm sending the doctor down. He'll be waiting to take you into decon. And we'll have an ambulance waiting at Captain the... Captain Hicks, stop it, will you? I've been around. I know what's happened to me. Chrysler, I'm sorry. I'm glad you're aboard. Captain Hicks, do me a favor, will you? Anything, Chrysler. The tape recorder started rolling. It's on, Chrysler. What else? Send... Send this along to a friend of mine. You'll find his name in, in my instrument case in the, in the crew quarters. He, he'll know what to do with it. I'll take care of it, Bryson. Let the sweet, fresh breezes heal me as they roll around the girth of our lovely mother planet of the cool green hill of earth. We pray for one last landing on the globe that gave us birth. Let us rest our eyes on the fleet skies. Reichling. And the cool green hill of earth. And the cool green hill of earth.
You've been listening to the CBS Radio Workshop. Today's presentation, The Green Hills of Earth. Our star, Everett Sloan, sang and acted the part of Reisling. Our narrator, Barry Kroger. The cast, Jackson Beck, Danny Ocko, Ian Martin, Louis Volkman, Bill Lipton. The program originated in New York, was produced and directed by D. Engelbach. This is the CBS Radio Network. That's the show for this week, but don't forget there are thousands more like it at relicradio.com. Horror, strange tales, science fiction, crime, all available for free. If you'd like to donate to Relic Radio and help keep it all free, you can do that through the website as well. Visit donate.relicradio.com to find out more and to see the special downloadable sets that are available. My thanks to those who have donated, and thanks for listening today. Talk to you again next week. 